So the purpose of this podcast is to share stories and journeys of people who are in the creative field, you know, whether that's a production company, whether that's a individual who just started their own engineering firm, whether that's somebody who is in the creative space. The idea is to just share their, their stories, what's working in their business, how they're navigating and building systems within, within their company and hiring and the struggles and you know, the success and all of that and in between. In this instance, for my first ever episode, I got to you know, talk to an awesome individual. Her name is Tara. She runs her own digital media business and she's located out of Seattle. She recently started her business. She has a very vast experience in the production world. Uh, working with companies such as Relativity Media, Discovery, 495 Productions, and r- really awesome work that she's done. And I'm really excited to share you know, what we talked about in this episode and uh, what's been working with her too. So without rambling too much, let's get right into it. Tell me more about what you've done or what you do. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will ask you the same thing after. Yeah. Um, so I worked in development at Discovery Channel. And then I was at Fox Networks and Relativity in LA right after I graduated. Oh, no way. So I was in um, development. And, and it, it was some production. And I would be in the studio, the Discovery Studios, where I would create um, sizzle reels for... TV shows, which was cool. And so I ended up working for, um, I went straight to 495 Productions, which is Jersey Shore Production Company. No way. And I went to um, Fox Networks and worked on, so this was all unscripted TV. And so I did, um, I worked on some home improvement shows with the guy that created uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, which was cool. Wow. So it was an AP for him. And then um, what really changed my whole career path was I applied to be a um, traveling on-camera host for Yoga Journal magazine, which is like a huge magazine in the yoga world. Mm-hmm. And Gaia, which is basically Netflix for yoga in 2016. And, um, and then I applied with a video and got accepted and... So they sent us around the country for six months in the field shooting um, interviews and putting together a documentary for their marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of marketing going on while I was out there, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. Um, but we wrote for them. We did their social media. We created video content for them. Everything from like stories to you know boomerangs and all the, the, the social media and digital stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was only six months. It was like a six month tour around the country, which was awesome. Um, But then I landed back in Seattle because I wanted to be with my family as they were, my sister was having babies and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, but, and I knew there's not a lot of TV up here in Seattle. It's Microsoft, Amazon, and some small production companies who create content for the local companies in Seattle. So it's not by no means LA. And so- I spent two years here, uh, the last two years, working for a commercial production company. So my marketing experience sort of pushed me into doing TV commercials, which yeah. was cool because I got a lot of experience doing the marketing side 
and telling people what kind of content they need. Yeah. A lot of digital video. So I'd be like, okay, you know, you need this and this and this, and this is how we're going to pull it off. You need to merge that with digital marketing, Mm. social media, and eventually really kind of mastered that. Mm. And then I realized one day that I'm making my boss a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. He was sort of a, um, he was an entrepreneur, but not the type of entrepreneur that can run a business very well. Yeah. And so I learned really how not to run a business, which yeah. surprisingly is actually pretty great knowledge and experience. Um, <laughs> like really like what not to do across the board. With oh, like every time. People. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was crazy. So I was like, I woke up one day and I was like, you know, I can do this for myself. I kind of was, I'd have people on the side, you know, I'd be creating video for and stuff like that small businesses in the area and I was like gosh like I feel like I could do this by myself I feel like I could you know there's not a lot of content creators up here that do more than just video it's either you know they're a digital marketing company they're a social media marketing company or a video production company but nobody that just does just content which sort of differs from your your um company a little bit because I think what you do is awesome but Um, I was like, I don't want to try to be a digital marketing expert. I don't want to try to be a, you know, I don't want to be a social media manager for anyone Mm -hmm. or offer that service really. I just want to pump content out for people in uh, formats like photography, any sort of writing or copywriting for web or for even for print, um, but for digital and then uh, graphic design, which kind of comes into that big pie of like digital marketing content, you know, that you need. Um, and then also offering web design services because I was doing that for my boss. I was hiring people to create websites for other people. So we didn't do it in house. I was like, gosh, like I really want to, you know, do that. So I had this idea and that's when I found your company. I don't know how we connected. I think it was through the Chapman network or something on LinkedIn, but yeah, I was like, I saw what you did. And on your uh, LinkedIn page, on your website, and I watched some of your videos, and I was like, gosh, like, he's doing exactly what I want to do, minus the digital marketing services portion. You know, went to, ch- like, there was a lot of things yeah. that happen. You work in film. You actually do the shooting yourself, but it looks like you have a team that helps you, too. Yeah. And, um, and so now, I've kind of, I've had a lot of freelancer friends up here who are in creative. So, mm-hmm writers, photographers, videographers who are top tier people. I mean like, Oh, that's good. Killer, like expert level executors. Like they really execute from brand photography to portrait landscape, you know, creative, whatever that might be, you know, depending on what the client needs. And mm-hmm. gosh, like I'm pull all these freelancers together, let them still be freelancers but give them the opportunity to work on clientele they may not normally reach because I can go get those clientele for the most part um, and reach out to people. And so it sort of became this company that I I named it TM Collective because Tara Michelle is my first and middle name. And I was like, that's what I tend to go by in business. Yeah. And so it's TM Collective and I've, I've built the website. I'm the concept and everything is going and that's when I ran into your stuff and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I want to know. Cause you've had a lot of clientele. You've yeah. been this for a couple of years and I'm just like, you know, it's your business in content. And so 
in digital, but, um, you know, it, it has that marketing side to it, which yeah. I want to incorporate, but I'm also like curious to know, cause you're in such a unique place. Like, I think there's a, in, in California, I, you're brave to like tackle <laughs> that, that market. Cause it's, there's so many people there that do this, but up yeah. here there's no, there's production, like, but there's no, yeah, there's no open like, playing ground. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's a little bit less saturated up here. And I'm like, gosh, like I want to stay here, but I really want to be able to do content and mm -hmm. not have to LA to do it. So it sounds like, it sounds like you have a lot of like, I mean, the span of time that you spent, like what, what has it been four, three, three or four years since you finished school and like to work at all these different major production companies and like have that experience. I think that's so awesome. Like to be able to have that experience, see what that world, you know, has taken, like what, what, it, what you've like seen in that world. And then like, you know, just kind of build up that experience. And cause I, that's something I never really, kind of did i never really like rel you said relativity media mm -hmm. that's a huge company right i mean i i feel like i see like uh, their movies and things all the time yeah they do film and then they manage a lot of shows um on different networks like fox or okay i just the name yeah like i, I and then jersey shore it's so funny because <laughs> I actually think that show is hilarious. <laughs> I know it's it's it's. There's a reason why it's so successful. You know, yeah, no, we, it's we, <laughs> just growing up, like that show was always so funny for us. But I know. I me too. I I will fully admit that I watched that show a lot. When I, was there. Like, <laughs> I love Polly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that experience. And so, like, what roles did you did you so like? My question is like for what like what roles do you like? What roles do you do you get attracted to what do you like what do you like attract like which roles do you find um fascinating and what roles do you want to do more of like for your business and just for the future yeah so um i loved what i realized is i love being behind the camera but in in an artistic um expression way not in a way that delivers something to a client me personally mm -hmm. and i was like you know i know people that can do this way better than i can um, the technicality of shooting, I do get, but I'm not an expert. I mean, I can, I know what really looks good on a, on camera and yeah. I can also, like, my eye is really there and I've, you know, I have super high standard for quality and yeah. edits, like the flow of an edit. If mm -hmm. it's abrupt or, or if there's parts of it that I, you know, that disrupt me while I'm watching, mm -hmm. I always can find that and pinpoint it. And so producing it from that level. Yeah is really fun for me okay. and collaborating with the actual shooter who's doing the actual shooting. I'll probably do some myself. I love shooting B-roll and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, but as far as my business goes, my, I always want to be involved with every single project to the point where I'm kind of guiding it from a marketing perspective. Okay. And then, and visual perspective too, and conceptualization and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that part. Um, yeah. and, and I love, you know, I don't love sales. I will say it's not something I have always really loved, mm -hmm. but obviously I'm going to be doing that. In yeah, my yeah, I mean, you're a business owner now. <laughs> yep, I have to, I have to do everything. And so, you know, I, um, I, that's where I lack the most experience is like mm -hmm. client outreach. I'm not really sure the proper format. I'm not really sure 
how improper to get and you know how personal to get with people off right off the bat yeah really communicate what i do and why it will serve them in a way that is business oriented and analytically oriented rather than idea based you know what i mean yeah i i think i think i think well the biggest issue people like including myself have is overthinking like that whole aspect it's like you know how to do sales and all that i think honestly comes just from like especially with social media and stuff like there's obviously so many paths to go down with sales you know you can you can do the cold outreach you can you can go to networking events you can go to um you know you can just ask your clients for referrals if they were pleased with your work or whatever it might be and then with social media in my opinion like that's where i even overthink it and i'm like you know what like how do i do this what do i do and I honestly think the best way is, is to not be salesy, just kind of be yourself and document what you do. I think the best way to educate people on like the, the value you can provide for them is just kind of showing them like what it is that you do. Like a lot of people are trying to like, you know, pitch you. Like, I mean, I get so many cold, cold messages on LinkedIn about like, like oh, I hate that same message over and over again. And I'm just like, there has to be a better way to this. Like you have to, yeah. you know, just being able to like now what I'm doing is like when I go on shoots, like I'll kind of just have somebody filming me, like, like just kind of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I saw pictures of like with, with you on your shoots. Yeah. I was like, dude, this looks like you look, you're like, you're working on huge Product, like it looked like huge productions and that Which they were that's what's so funny is i didn't really mean to end up being a producer for huge companies and yeah. brands but it just accidentally kind of happened and that's why i have those on there is be, to show people like look i'm not just saying i do this exactly like, actually, you know it's just exactly exactly you don't just that's what i'm kind of learning it's like you have to pretty much drill like you have to just show people because if you say it it, it doesn't really exist you know you, you should yeah especially in our field because our fields fields are so visual. So what I'm learning is like maybe just having somebody on their iPhone film me while I'm like on this shoot and then like do like, like right now I'm working on an edit that I'm going to be posting where it's like uh, me on a shoot and then I'm going to show like what I'm actually filming, like the output of it. And then like what it looks like when I'm like behind the scenes filming it. So I saw that on your reel. I watched your reel and that was yeah. cool. You were shooting that cocktail yeah and that was exactly. awesome it was like this is a brilliant idea i love it you know yeah, like just i think spending time on that is actually really like spending time on you know how to how to like win on that i think is is really beneficial and i am just kind of learning that because you know there's a lot of things you can do with advertising and you have to probably do all of like you, you have to at least try all of them and see which one fits yeah it's always an experiment especially with social media so how did you get your, um, so what's your story with feel right? Like, how did you, where did your, where was your mind when you started to create the company? Yeah. And like how, you know, did yeah. you make the choice to just do this and how did you get those clients initially? And yeah. So, um, my story is a little different. Like I, okay. I went to Chapman and then after Chapman, like I studied business, even though like my whole life I've loved like since I was a kid, I loved editing. Like I was always video editing. 
you know, I, I spent a lot of my time, um, like even with like my cousin and stuff, making movies. So like, I've always had a passion for that, just kind of visual storytelling and editing. Um, I spent so many hours as a kid, just editing videos in high school. People used to come to me to like do their like senior video projects. And like, <laughs> like there's just so much of my time that I, it's always, it was always a hobby and passion of mine. So kind of, I was like at a point where I was like, I, I just want to make money. kind of want to like, yeah. Know, be put my big boy pants on, like go into the adult co- corporate world. So like I took kind of the first job, um, like entry level job at a corporate company um, here in Orange County. And I just worked, I worked there for like almost three years. And at that point, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like, cause I was working at this company, but I wasn't really happy. And I didn't really see like where my future would be if I stayed at this company. So I like had this moment where I was trying to figure out like, what am I going to do? What path do I want to go down? So like I was going to different schools to like try like different programs to try like to learn how to like do web development and app development. Um, They're all kind of failures. So like I, at this point, like I was three years into my corporate company and I was like, like, I can't take this anymore. So I, I actually just quit everything. Like, I, I dropped everything. I quit. I, like my family was freaking out. Like, oh my God, what are you going to do now? Like, mine freaked out too. I was freaking out enough, but they yeah. were freaking out too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's only natural, I guess, for them to freak out, especially when you don't, when you don't have really a plan. So, Literally none, like nothing. Like, oh, I'll figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Mine was, my plan was to go travel Europe for a month with, oh, with, by dream. myself without, a, like, without any, like that was my, like I wanted to get so like, off the deep end and just try to figure out what I want. It was like, it was like a little self self journey. Um, I'm like in that now I'm only one month from away from having quit my job. How old are you? You're, I'm 26. I was the same age. Yeah. yeah. That was the same exact age where I did the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to like spend that time figuring out what, like, like what you truly want. And, and I did that. So like, that was the point where I was, you know, I finished my travel, came back and I was like, okay, oh, you I- did go. Okay. Oh, yeah. I went, yeah. I went to like, I went by myself and I went like to eight, eight countries. Whoa, that's awesome. But yeah, anyhow, I just, I, I travel, I just, I did that whole thing. I came back and it's funny. Cause when I was, the way I started to feel right is I remember, um, I was, I was at a, I was like on, I was in my corporate job and I had just started like writing. I was really into writing at the time. And so I created this website called feel right Inc to like, it was basically this idea in my head where it's like, I would only focus on things that felt right to me. Mm -hmm. I should just name whatever this is feel right Inc. I can put my work up there. I can put like everything that I do and everything that's like kind of what represents me. I'll put it on this website instead of on a resume because my opinion resume is like I did, I applied to hundreds and thousands of jobs and had no success. Um, This is crazy. I, I spent a year and a half consistently applying to like three to four jobs a day because I was like so desperate to get out, but nothing. Yeah, nothing. You didn't get any response. Really good resume. And I was like, <laughs> you spent so much time on that resume too, probably. Oh my gosh. But you can't get a job that way anymore. You I just, just, yeah, it's, it's, and that's, that's kind of the same mindset I had. I was like, I'm just going to spend all this time building this website and, and making it a representation of who I am. Like I was really into like writing. I was really into like video, 
uh, even music. I was, I play music and I was just putting all my stuff on there and just separating it best based on categories. And anytime there was a job, I would kind of just send my website. And eventually I started realizing like, I'm kind of forming a company in a sense. Cause I was, <laughs> I was like taking on like people, like I started posting ads on Craig's Craigslist and, um, well, that's kind of a good way to, yeah, that's how it started. So like, okay. I got to a point where I was like, okay, what do I want to focus on here? Cause I was kind of all over the place and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now, <laughs> but I like where I'm at. I okay. Like, I am there. So yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm in a happy, like I'm, I'm in the right place. I'm not where I used to be. Like I just traveled. I feel like my, my soul is like calmer now and build, I'm onto something. I just need to concentrate and organize it. So I kind of narrowed it down to like writing and video editing. And, um, I was like publishing on Huffington post. I like reached out to Ariana Huffington and she, and I asked her like, if she can publish my article, she responded. She's like, yes. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was pretty wild. I just did all these crazy things. And like, I started posting for like, like I think at the time was, um, elite daily. I think at that time too, there, I was reading so many of those articles and that was such like a, like a hot, hot, like thing, like where you would read those articles on Facebook, mm -hmm. especially with like elite daily and, and um, Huffington post. And uh, I had like 5,000 shares on one of my articles. Like I That's was getting amazing. Getting like a lot of views. Like it was really powerful. I'm like, this is awesome. So like that, like, but I stopped writing. So like I kind of stopped the writing and I just focused on video editing. I was taking on like small, like I was posting ads on Craigslist for video editing jobs. Cause I was like, you know, I'm really, I'm good at video editing. I should just, you know, make this a service of mine and provide it for other people. So mm -hmm. like I was really aggressive on Craigslist, like posting ads and, and saying like, does your company need your videos edited? That's kind of how I got myself going. And I had an inquiry that came in where somebody wanted me to film for like a, a school. Like I, I threw out at the time, it was a big quote for me, but I gave them 1200 for, I, I quoted them 1200 um, because of them. They wanted me to go through like 50 minutes of raw footage and like, Oh man, that's not a lot for, for that much. Holy oh cow. God. Back then when like, I was just like, like know, how many years ago was this? This was, this is like 2015. Okay. But, but like, for me that that was a big deal because you know like i this is an, a person that came from craig i didn't know i didn't know like what what i could do at that time like i didn't mm -hmm. like, i barely had anything i didn't have like i just kind of kept I, I approached it very humbly like i was very humble like with how i approached all the inquiries that came in they're all a big deal to me mm -hmm. um it's like every time that kind of happened where it was like getting a new inquiry or a new person reaching out it just made me realize like how much more potential there is. And then like the big thing that happened that basically made everything kind of elevate is, um, I, you know, you, you've, have you been to Coachella? Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't been, I know of it. I've you never been to Coachella. I was a, okay. a stage coach girl. Oh, stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, so, uh, one of uh, we I've worked with, um, this, she's a friend of ours. Um, she's been running basically those like general stores. I don't know if you remember them at Stagecoach, but they're like those general stores in the yeah. camp. She runs like all of those. Like and we worked with her since we were like 2007, like when we were like 18 to like 
24, we worked with her like as managers at those booths and whatever. And, um, um, she, she realized what I was doing. She kind of saw like online, like that I was, you know, starting my own business that I was like, you know, doing video editing and things. I was always posting my work and posting my articles and she took notice to that. And she called me one day and she's like, listen, you know, we're, we're going to be, um, you know, doing Coachella stagecoach in April. You already know that instead of like hiring you on, like as a manager, maybe you can come and you can document and film the entire thing and put it together cool. some of our like our um our media and and she's like Allison you'd have on a website you know I I said yes to everything I was like yes right. I didn't even have camera equipment like I had a GoPro oh. okay so like at that point I was like okay I needed this is it like I, I went and I bought like equipment I bought everything I need and um and then I we basically shot like this website video for her, um, documented, like we went there, we documented the whole thing. And, um, I just, yeah, we built like social media videos for her too. like interviewed some of the employees, just got B roll of the in festival. Like it was, it was a fun thing. And she loved it so much that she invited me to come to firefly music festival and then electric zoo music festival. Like, which, oh, cool. yeah. So like did the same thing at those festivals. And then at that point I had camera equipment. So I started advertising myself, um, like as a, you know, a videographer and everything. And some of the clients that I have today are because I actually like, I know this isn't what people sometimes say to do, but I, I offered my services for free for some of those clients I wanted to work mm. with. And yeah. like, for instance, Monarch beach resort, like that was like a, to this day, there's still like, a, like, you know, a client. So uh, that's you're talking about two years later. So I don't know. I kind of rambled there, but no, that's it's all it's super interesting because your story is <clears throat> the way that you describe it is really cool because I've been listening to. I mean, I'm the type where when I'm starting to panic, I dive into my literature and I dive into podcasts and I dive into like yeah, you know, TED talks and entrepreneur everything because I'm. I don't have a business degree mm -hmm. and I know I, I will want to go to school and get one or at least get some formal education in business because yeah. I think it's really important above anything else, you know? Um, and so I'm sort of learning as I go. I have the experience that I gathered from my last job, but yeah, moving forward every, and it's funny because not all business paths in fact most of the paths that people take are so different and so random and so you know like these tiny little doors of opportunity come through and then they end up like exploding onto some like huge deal or yeah. you know you meet somebody by chance here and then it ends up being you know a really good contact for them or something like that and it's just interesting because your story is so similar to those I've heard on these podcasts where you know somebody's talking about how, you know, then when they got their start and how it was kind of an accident, but they took these actionable steps in order to mm -hmm. move forward. And yeah, in, 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 even if it was a direction, they didn't know they were, if it was correct or it was exactly, correct. you don't know. You just kind of, you go with, you go with like people always like, that's, I think that's, that's the hardest thing for people to start their businesses. They, they try to perfect everything before it even starts and like, or they try to plan everything before it starts. And 
you know, like, you know, my, my mentor too, like, you know, he, he told me to have a business plan, have this, have that. And I think those things are good to have like a plan, but it don't crunch, don't like crunch, like, don't like, like suffocate yourself to the point where you're trying to like perfect that plan. Like no action is being taken because no yeah. walking in mud with, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's been so many ways that I've like, I know going back to your question with how, how I got clients and how I have my clients to this day, like certain ones, like there's a handful of them that have been with me for like basically since the beginning. Have you heard of BNI? Yes. The, what it is and why I joined it when I first started is it's, it's a, it's a group. Basically you meet with weekly at a mm -hmm. certain time and it's like a business meeting every single time you meet it's like a one hour meeting and each person um in that group basically talks about their business for like 60 seconds and it goes down the line and they also ask about what kind of business you're looking for so like that was a really big way that i got started and got exposure for my business because i was meeting with these individuals and anytime like basically the whole purpose of it is anytime that you know, somebody has a referral, um, they, they always look to pass that referral to whoever that is that specialist in their group. So like, cool. I was learning how to like articulate my business, how to like present in front of people, you know, learn from all these other individuals on what they're doing with their business and how they're marketing. And that was really beneficial for me. And the, it, this is so cool because this is such tangible advice. <laughs> like that you're giving me, which is really cool because, um, yeah, that's something that, um, you know, you need, you need as an initial. Some people don't know about it too. Like some people don't know about the options that are out there. Right. It's funny. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine about my concept and she loved it. And she was like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm signed up for meetup, which is I'm sure you've heard of. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm really excited. There's an event on Thursday or something like that. And she was like, she goes, be careful. And I was like, what? And she goes, well, a lot of people, in, maybe it's a Seattle thing. Uh -huh. People go to that because they're single and they're trying to look to like meet other people. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm sure there are people that go to do that for that reason. Yeah. But everybody can't go for that reason. You know, it was just a factor. I didn't really <laughs> about and i was like oh, i wonder if i just with meetup in particular or just with some of these true. um networking events that that i kind of was mentioning to her but i'm sure that there are really legitimate ones going on as well that are very clearly yeah no you're right i mean i told my friend about like what i was doing with craigslist um ads and she was kind of like scared about the idea because she's like well craigslist like like you know she like she was afraid of attracting creepers or whatever it might be she was a photographer That's a girl thing like as a yeah. woman thing i didn't think about that i was like oh. did you have um where you know did you save up money to be off for a year or mm -hmm. how did you supplement your income so yeah i mean i like i was working at that at the um that corporate company for like three years and i was able to save up like a good amount of money that that is an issue like with people like to get started you know like having having an income to to live off of while you're trying to build this thing mm -hmm. um, so luckily i did have saved up money and i was able to get to a point where 
I started, you know, making a, a decent income and getting by. I mean, I was living like pretty, you know, frugally as well. Like I wasn't, I was definitely watching my spending at that time, that first year that, that was you know, having support is huge. I think like having a supportive family and supporting like I had my girlfriend, like she was, she, she was with me since the beginning and supporting me on everything. So like all that is so, so critical. Like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it can get to your head. I think the biggest thing about like being like being your own business owner is like the mental for me is the mental battle. It's so much fun, especially in the beginning. It was so much fun. But like you get to a point where you're just like, it can be taxing if you like let your thoughts kind of like get to you because that's so funny that you're saying this because it's I feel like it's something that people don't really talk about is that part of it where like I'm a very type a person where I was always a really high achiever and I was always hunting for the next big opportunity and I was always you know Mm -hmm. in order to do this while building a business I find is really you know admirable on a lot of levels I was I even so it's only been a month so like you did, you know, you quit and you don't mm-hmm. have any real opportunity to follow that and s- give your mind some ease. Um, yeah. I, I, teach a, I do a lot of um, side gig stuff. So I, I have stuff going on, but nothing that I was, you know, really promoting or, you know, um, nothing that was a hundred, like a teach yoga, you know, it's not like a, this huge thing that um, yeah. can be like putting on my LinkedIn page or something. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's funny because that is something that is so, I was actually talking to another a fellow entrepreneur yesterday who's creating um, yoga retreats in Bali. And I was, ta- and he went to Chapman and he, we were talking yesterday about that morning anxiety that you get. It's like, and he and I got that. And I was like, okay, this, I'm, so, it was so, so real hearing so real. Say that where you wake up in the morning Maybe it's even before you wake up, like 10 minutes before you you really realize you're awake. Oh my and God, so start good. running through the self-doubt and running through the judgment that you feel like you might be getting from other people oh because God. they don't know what you're going through or they don't really know what you're doing. And yeah. you're kind of like, is, is that going to be, you know, really something? I don't know. What is she doing these days? Sort of thing. Uh-huh. And, and that is totally torturous. Brutal. I mean- I have to wake up. I have to immediately meditate to like calm myself back down. That's good. That's good that you have that. It's like 10 minutes. Tim Ferriss. Do you listen to Tim Ferriss's podcast? I used to, no, but I haven't listened to it in a long time. He, he, I listen to, of course, a lot of different podcasts, but he always talks about, you know, meditating in the morning and I never did it. And then I had to start doing it because of that talk, that like chatter in your head. Yeah. Um, it not gonna, it's not gonna work out. You're not gonna be able to pay your bills and all that. And um, and he, Jared, this guy had the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it, and I, and I'm like, this is something we have to talk about. Like, it's oh, you will have likely that morning anxiety for some reason, or maybe it's evening anxiety for people, yeah. where this realization starts to set in, where you're like, holy, sh- I just did. What am I do-? like? I was doing this. How did I get here? And why? Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're, that is so real. I was waking up in the morning with like a tight chest and, and yeah, you know, it's like, am I, am I fine to wake up? Like you have to question everything. Cause you're just, it's like, you, you feel like this society is like, you, you're supposed to follow a certain norm and you're right. People definitely look at you 
in the beginning, I, I avoided people. Like I didn't want to see people. I didn't want to see certain like family because I knew like or friends because they don't understand. Like a lot of people don't understand, especially yeah. like I come from a Middle Eastern family and like, uh, you know, it's like that whole thing with the doctors and lawyers, like being yeah. all that, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's a real thing as well. So it's hard to, for certain people to understand like what you're doing and, 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 and support you. But um, I'll tell you this, like if you stick through it, like in you, if you stick through it and get to a certain point where people are like, okay, you start building like this, this image about yourself to people, like the people who didn't really know what I was doing, they know what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? It's like, it took so much, it took like so much time and so much repetition, so much consistency for them to start realizing what I'm doing and actually like kind of res- there are people that are going to respect what you're feeling, but there's not going to be, there's people that are not going to really understand or respect it um, or don't think it's whatever. Like they think, you know, you're not saving a life. It's not important, like whatever it might be, but. Um, and, think- the, and it's the recognition too. Like it's, it's, um, you know, unless you start your business and you're instantly being, you know, praised in publications or, you know, your work, you have a, you land a huge client that everybody knows right off the bat, or, you know, they don't believe you. And, and that's, what's so crazy is I've, I've ended up, um, having to my, like my ego, which being in yoga sort of, you understand like different things about the ego and how to maintain it and how to, you know, discard it in, in, at times and, and, you know, pretend like it's not there and yeah. try all these things. But, well, it's funny. I've done yoga for almost 13 years and nothing has been more real and exposing for my ego than trying to create something and build a business because on the side, you know, like your advice was really good to, you know, or your situation was really good that you ended up saving your money while you were working at your company. And it's funny for a lot of people who may be, um, you know, trying to build their company and they're still working for another person and they're maybe not yet ready to take the leap and go do what they want to do on their own. Yeah. It's a really, really good advice to be like, well, okay, if you do have a stable job and say you're not a hundred percent happy, but you, you know, you can, you can handle it. You can deal for a little bit longer, say yeah. six months or something. You can start to stockpile and save in order to give yourself time. Yeah. To build what you want to do when you're ready to leave. It's it, it'll get tough. And there'll be points where you like, you definitely want to quit. Like there are definitely points where you want to quit. And then there'll be points where you like get something huge that happens to you. And you're like, no, this is like, this is amazing. Like, yeah, and it's funny. So you've been in business for how many years now? 2016 so it'll be three if you could break up each year into like stages oh, sorry I'm like <laughs> sitting at my um my coffee table keeps almost falling over oh, um no. <laughs> sorry um if you could put like year one year two year three into like define them like what would you say yeah year, year one was just experimenting I I loved it so much and like I loved how much like I from what I started to where like kind of got to like I just loved the whole process it was like a big adventure for me like just I was doing websites writing I was doing like video editing I picked up a camera like along the way um I did a lot of like (laughs) 
like cold emails, like thousands of cold emails, like thousands of like Craigslist ads. Like I was doing so much. It was all an experiment that first year, just throwing shit at the wall yeah. and seeing what sticks. And then year yeah. two, I had started building, like I started like kind of having these relationships, like with vendors, with clients, like the same guys that I had worked with, like in that first year, they, they started coming back to me and they're like, we want more work. And then like, like I started building more of my portfolio with these projects I was doing. And, and, um, you know, like, like that's when I started realizing, okay, like, um, I, this is like turning into a business gear three now is, is kind of at the point where I want to make a jump and I don't know how to make the leap. So it's like, I want to, to, be, uh, to hire people and to like, like have a, an employee, like yeah. have, like have an employee, an actual employee in my business. So like now I'm trying to think about rebranding. I'm trying to think about finding like huge office space. And like, I'm just trying to think of how to make that jump from, yeah getting to the next level so that's mm -hmm. year three and that's where i'm at right now because you know i want to be able to supplement maybe i'll take some losses on making money but like but like give that to um somebody who i can trust and who's an employee with me that's working all the time and like right. and i so year three now i started advertising on like i started advertising my business so like i'm on yelp now throwing up ads and that's been yeah. huge i had i never really paid for any advertising up until uh, for the first two years everything was word of mouth everything was like networking and just kind of just um, cold cold reach and everything like that um, yeah. this year I started advertising on Yelp which I should have done a lot earlier but like I built up my Yelp profile like, I think I think the goal is to get to a point where you want to like attract and then deal with clients who kind of understand yeah that's in, my that's in my business plan under, you know, my sale, my customer avatar sort of portion is, is that sort of person that yeah the new and emerging brand, but they don't question or misunderstand what content is used for. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to qualify the people that you make your clients. I think that's a huge thing. You have to, you have to be able to, um, see if it's even viable for them, like for, for their business and then also qualify them to see if they're the right partner for you. Like when you come from a place of like abundance instead of scarcity, I think that's, that's like a, is, is something that is, is like important because, you know, you could have a, a client that you take on and you convince and they say yes, but like it actually ends up being a nightmare. And yeah. Like, <laughs> this has been so fun. I'm so glad that, um, you were so eager, you know, or not eager, but, um, respect uh saying yeah. responsive yeah. to yeah to, responsive to the idea to yeah. talk and um you know i i can't even your your delivery of your experiences and advice that go along with those experiences is really clear and super um tangible and so i'm thank you for that and no, you thank know. you as well. No, it's it great. I've never done anything like this. And I thought, you know, it's, I think, I mean, like I haven't done it like in this type of format, especially like someone I, like, you know, I haven't met and yeah, but it's, this was amazing. It's, it's, it's interesting because you and I um, have a similar path, but we're super, you know, like mm -hmm. a lot of people will relate to what we just talked about. 
And you know, I know, I know. And I, and I, and it's something too, where, um, that's part of sort of my identity too, is helping others and sharing kind of on my social channels. That's what I tend to do is be like, you know, this has been really tough. I'm not going to pretend like it's been, you know, a walk in the park or anything because it hasn't. But I'm also at, you know, my company's infancy in, to a degree because, you know, while my, while my team's experience is super vast and expert level, mm -hmm. collectively, it's still new. And, um, and so it's pretty cool to be able to chat with you and hear your perspective as somebody who's three years down the line. Mm -hmm. It just sort of gives me motivation because you know, I, and I've noticed that too, it keeps me going to talk to entrepreneurs and people who have a similar perspective on things, but also have a really different background of experience and, mm -hmm. um, you know, education and interest and knowledge about their craft. Um, yeah. It's, it's a lonely path. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I swear it's such a true thing. It is such a lonely path. It's, <laughs> and you never want to feel too alone in it. You want, you want to be able to collaborate. You want to be able to meet people. Um, and just, you, you know, like you can get stuck, like kind of with your head down sometimes. So you want to be able to, um, you reach out to like-minded people, get their stories and, uh, you know, get that motivation because it's, it's really important. I, I noticed in my podcast, I listened to, I'm hearing two experts, veterans, people who exploded and like blew up and are multimillionaires are on these podcasts. I'm not hearing anybody that's a year in and three years in, yeah. or, you know what I mean? There's no, um, it's tough to relate. You can take as much as you can take and read the books they tell you to read and, you know, implement the strategies that they say, but it's all coming from different places. And it's all from people who are, you know, in their late forties who have been, who struck it, struck gold by creating DocuSign or, you know, some mm -hmm. huge brand, but they're so far away from those beginning years. They're not like you and me who, are yeah. currently living yeah. even just slightly on different yeah. in different places, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can Thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. I had that gut feeling to reach out and I was like, I just have to send him a message and that was yes. great. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it and inspired me to do that as well. Like I think that's you should keep doing it. I think this is great. Good. All right. Um, Take care. All right. Well, I'll Have talk to you soon. <laughs> you too.